0: Welcome to Radio KBPV, Tales of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village, a podcast about the history of southwestern Alberta, presented by Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village of Pincher Creek, a museum complex that documents the stories of western Canada's agricultural settlement through the preservation of local buildings and artifacts among a six acre park. Pincher Creek is a town of 3,700 souls in a vast rural trading area of some 3,000 rural dwellers. A vibrant region of rolling prairie foothills the rocky mountains the Pecani first nation waterton lakes national park the crow's nest pass and the upper river watershed of the south saskatchewan river basin join us in this podcast where we present walking tours of our buildings and hear the stories of the farmers townsmen cowboys mounties pioneer women politicians chroniclers miners railroaders and so many other significant histories of this particular corner of canada Well, welcome back to Radio KBPV, and uh, welcome in particular to our Tombstone Tours of 2023. And uh, if you've been following the podcast, you know that through the spring and summer of this year, we've been presenting last year's uh, Tombstone Tours that we did at the Pioneer Cemetery here in Pincher Creek. And uh, you know that we've also been promoting... Um, what our plans were for this summer's Tombstone Tour, which was not actually in a graveyard. It was on the grounds of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village itself. So uh, this naturally was a virtual tour, not uh, exactly in a cemetery, but uh, the, we had representations of uh, a selected local pioneers, and uh, historical characters who made significant trailblazing contributions to our frontier settlement, but who had passed away elsewhere. I am uh, speaking about this right now as a matter of introduction to our Tombstone Tours, which of course will be episodic and will be divided into 16 episodes that you will hear On Radio KBPV every Saturday morning for the next 16 weeks or so. So that should keep you going through the fall. Our fourth episode for 2023 is Margaret Fish, born 1855, died 1935. Uh, Margaret was a founding settler, pioneer woman of the Fishburn School District, southeast of Pincher Creek. And our reading tonight is going to be done by Kerry Ziffley, a supporter of the museum and a well-known local of the area. And the reading was done aptly enough in front of the Fishburn School that we have recovered from the area and is a, an important part of the Kootenai Brown Museum. So let's hear Kerry. Now what we're gonna do is we're gonna head over to the Fishburn School. There's chairs already there. And we're going to have a couple of presentations on the history of Fishburn and on early uh, teachers, uh, an early teachers in this area. So if you'd like to follow us over here, please. <laughs> Gentlemen, we have a presentation by Kerry Ziffley on Margaret Fish, who is one of the founders of the Fishburn community southeast of town. And that's where the Fishburn School comes from and so forth. That was
1: part of, part of my
0: I stole your lines? Just a little bit,
1: that's okay though. All right. 1935, the middle of the Great Depression. Fred Astaire shows us how to dance cheek to cheek, and Guy Lombardo sings of red sails at sunset. Mutiny on the Bounty and The Bride of Frankenstein are the popular picture shows, and Porgy and Bess opens on Broadway. A three ounce brick of Philadelphia cream cheese sells for 10 cents and a one ounce brick of gold for $35. The world meets Porky Pig for the first time. The first briefs are introduced, changing the world of men's underwear. And in October, Orson Welles' famous War of the Worlds broadcast was aired for the first time, causing a bit of panic in the USA. And those new briefs might have come in handy for some gents. (laughs) Boxed wine is introduced, as is beer in a can. And, coincidentally, Alcoholics Anonymous is founded in New York City. (laughs) Unfortunately, I missed most of it. I passed away on February 3, 1935, in the Vancouver General Hospital, Vancouver, British Columbia, at the age of 68. I rest peacefully there, In the Mountain View Cemetery. But please don't be sad for me. I had a wonderful life. I was born Margaret Hunter Boylan on September 1st, 1886, in Richmond, Quebec, to parents of Irish and Scottish ancestry. At age three, I moved with my family to Cody Cook, Quebec. My father was a brave man. He left Quebec with Captain Shirtliff in 1884 as a member of the Northwest Mounted Police. He came west to Fort McLeod to help tame the wild frontier. My father built the very first frame house here in Pincher Creek, in hopes that the whole family would come and settle out west. Sadly, my mother was in ill health and was unable to make the trip. So I, the eldest child at age 20, came west with my brother Willie, who was also sickly. Sadly, Willie died a couple of years later. While living in Pincher Creek with my father, I met my future husband, Arthur Walter Fish. He came to Alberta by way of Minnesota to serve as foreman for the Stewart and Christie Ranch operating east of Pincher Creek. We were married in 1887 on a beautiful day in July and ours was the very first marriage license to be issued in the town of Pincher Creek. Our wedding was even written up in the McLeod Gazette. After marriage, we settled in a district southeast of Pincher Creek after the Stewart and Christie Ranch moved its operations there. We were blessed with two daughters and an adopted son. Minnie on May 10, 1888, and Lena Jane or Totty, less than a year later. Minnie married a surveyor and moved to British Columbia, and Totty became a nurse, and she too resided in BC. Our adopted son, Clarence Wilberfish served overseas with the Canadian Army during World War I. He also settled in BC after the war, and we were blessed with eight grandchildren. Like their father, the girls were great horse lovers. I spent a long time as a seamstress and would make clothes for both girls and Clarence. A riding habit that I made in 1905 and that was worn by both Minnie and Toddy, was donated to the Kootenai Brown Pioneer Village by Minnie's daughter after my death, as was a wedding bolero I made in 1907 for Minnie's wedding. I am humbled to find them here on display at the museum. My husband, Arthur, was associated with T.P. Newton and other pioneers in setting up a rural school district. This was March, 1894. The name Fishburn was agreed upon for the school. The first of 39 schools built in the area, honoring my husband as being one of the prominent prominent landowners. The burn part of the name harkens to the Scottish name for Creek. I am quite surprised to see that very schoolhouse standing just over here. Arthur was a member of the first school board, later later the name of Fishburn, was adopted for the local post office and a proposed town which never quite materialized. As well as being a seamstress while raising my little family in the Fishburn district, I also ran a boarding house for some time. This gave me a wonderful opportunity to welcome other newcomers to the district and make lifelong friends. Whether they came to ranch, teach, work with the Northwest Mounted Police or as doctors and nurses, I was happy to introduce them to an area, to this area and the way of life in Alberta. In July of 1897, my husband was appointed Justice of the Peace for the Northwest Territories. We sold our land in 1900 and moved to the town of Pincher Creek. He served on the board of directors for the Memorial Hospital built in Pincher Creek in 1902 and in use until the early 1920s. And both Arthur and I were active in the Presbyterian Church. Not too long after moving to Pincher Creek, we followed our hearts and felt the need to be closer to our children and grandchildren. We went to Nelson in 1907 and then settled in New Westminster in 1911. My husband passed away in Vancouver in the early autumn of 1914. He was only 62. I spent the next 20 years with my family in British Columbia but never forgot my wonderful life in Pincher Creek and the surrounding area. I was blessed to call Pincher Creek home. In my obituary, it is written that, on March 3, 1935, in the Vancouver General Hospital, there flickered out a life, which in the early days of Pincher Creek meant much to the pioneers of that town and vicinity. One who mothered the young school teachers, the preachers, the doctors, and all who came her way we're gladdened by the warmth of her sunny spirit. And that is my legacy. the
0: original, you That was amazing, Carrie. Very nice. Very good. Nice. Yeah. CBC reporter. So the re- original uh, homestead of the fish family, that's where the Leonard McGlynn lives right now mm-hmm. in the Fishman District. Thank you for listening to Tales of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village. This episode was researched and written by historians Farley Wood and Gord Tolton. This podcast is recorded and engineered by Gord Tolton. Episodes can be found at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or any other podcatcher. Visit our website at www.kootenaybrown.ca. Kootenay is spelled K-O-O. T-E-N-A-I Also, visit and join our pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more information on our museum, or even better, visit us at 1037 Beverly McLaughlin Drive in beautiful Pincher Creek, Alberta.